You're listening to Bite-Sized Medicine. We are medical, dietetic, and pharmacy students sharing up-to-date literature about food and health. A disclaimer before we begin. Our mission is to provide pertinent highlights for clinicians and students in healthcare. Any information we provide is not intended or implied as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. My name is Grace O'Brien. And I'm Megan Melnick. So today we're going to talk about food allergies. The The prevalence of food allergies has been increasing in the urbanized world. It's a well-known public health issue that can be life-threatening. To diagnose food allergies, you need to take a detailed clinical history and look for some evidence of IgE antibodies for specific allergens. The oral food challenge is the gold standard. It's important to distinguish between immune-mediated and non-immune-mediated food reactions. There's no cure for food allergies. Avoiding allergens is the main type of management. Allergen immunotherapy and biologic medications, such as anti-IgE therapy and peptide immunotherapy, are being studied as potential therapies for food allergies, and we will discuss these further later on in this episode. But how are allergies commonly prevented nowadays? Well, the current recommendation is to introduce peanuts, eggs, and other highly allergenic foods into a person's diet at the time of weaning. What are some of the common symptoms associated with allergic reactions to food? Symptoms include mild itching, stomach pain, rash, and severe anaphylaxis. And we mentioned some generally common food allergens earlier, but are there foods that are more likely to cause allergic reactions in adult versus pediatric populations? The most common allergens in infants are milk and eggs. In children, it's peanuts and tree nuts. For adults, it's fish and shellfish. The good news is that allergies to milk and eggs have a good chance of going away during childhood. Therefore, it's important to follow up and reintroduce these foods into the diet when possible. The major downfall of avoiding allergens is that patients can develop nutrient deficiencies, so it's important to substitute certain foods that have the same nutrients as the allergen. For instance, the avoidance of fish leads to a deficiency of such nutrients as omega fatty acids, proteins, iron, zinc, and vitamin D. To counteract these deficiencies, fish can be substituted with flaxseed oil, canola oil, sesame butter, leafy green vegetables, etc. One of the major unmet needs of patients with food allergies is the anxiety they experience due to the fact that they have to be vigilant about avoiding allergens at all times. Sometimes the anxiety can lead to serious distress and lower quality of life. So there's not a lot of published information about food allergy anxiety across the lifespan. As a result, patients and caregivers often refer to crowdsourced information with inconsistent levels of reliability. Therefore, clear guidelines reviewed by established knowledge sources would be uh, beneficial for guiding patients in the management of anxiety and psychological distress at developmental milestones. In addition to the general guidelines, individualized recommendations will also be necessary for the minimization of anxiety levels. Now let's talk about the therapies currently being researched for the treatment of food allergies. First, we'll discuss therapies for IgE-mediated food allergies. Omalizumab, or Zolaire, is a recombinant anti-IgE monoclonal antibody approved for the treatment of moderate to severe asthma and chronic spontaneous rash. This is the most widely studied molecule for treating food allergies. A real-life study of 15 patients taking omalizumab for their severe food allergy demonstrated a decrease in food reactions by a factor of 15.6 and a much higher quality of life. Nine patients were able to tolerate the introduction of full-size servings, uh, full-size, full-serving size amounts of eggs, milk, baked milk, and wheat without having to use or- without having to use oral immunotherapy. For two of the remaining patients, at least one of the aforementioned foods could be reintroduced, and four patients experienced partial improvement. Those results might sound promising, but what needs to be what needs to be considered before prescribing the medication for a food allergy? Cost, efficacy, safety, and applicability to certain clinical situations need to be looked into further before doctors can actually prescribe omalizumab. Ligiluzumab is another anti-IgE monoclonal antibody. It binds IgE more strongly than omalizumab and therefore has more potent downstream effects. As a result, it's more effective than omalizumab in reducing symptoms of chronic spontaneous rash. 
However, more research is needed to study the efficacy of ligaluzumab in treating food allergies. Some medications that target inflammatory cytokines are also being studied for food allergy treatment. For instance, atokimab antagonizes IL-33 and was studied in the context of peanut allergy. Further studies are needed because of the small sample size of the existing study. Dupilumab antagonizes IL-4 and IL-13, both of which are involved in the production of IgE antibodies in response to an allergen. This medication is currently approved for atopic dermatitis and its effects on peanut allergies are currently being studied. Results of these studies haven't been published as of this recording. In summary, food allergies continue to be a major public health problem today, and there are very few well-established ways to treat them currently. A wide variety of medications are being studied in clinical trials in an attempt to determine definitive pharmacologic treatments for food allergies. Many of the existing studies appear to be in the early stages of analysis, so more research is needed to determine the robustness of these medications. Overall, it's important to alleviate patients' anxiety surrounding food allergies and make sure that patients are well, inf well informed of how best to manage their condition in an individualized manner based on the evidence we have available. This is a complex topic, so be on the lookout for a potential second episode about updates on the management of food allergies. Be sure to check out our social media and show notes for more information. Well, that's today's Taste of Bite Size Medicine. Thank you for listening. So Grace, how do you pronounce this word? <laughs> Ligalizumab. Ligalizumab. There's so many else. Ligalizumab. Okay. <laughs> God. Okay. Ligalizumab. <laughs> I got this, guys.